What is a ghost gun? Well, it's a gun that can't be traced. And these days, that often means a 3D printed gun. That sounds terrifying, doesn't it? The idea that someone could just start printing untraceable guns. Well, it is happening out there, and police forces across Canada are reporting an increasing rise in the number of 3D printed guns that they are coming across. Now, Canada recently introduced updated firearms legislation. It's called Bill C-21. But there are concerns that they are not specifically targeting 3D printed guns. Well, Dr. Noah Schwartz is an assistant professor of political science at the University of the Fraser Valley and author of On Target, Gun Culture, Storytelling, and the NRA. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. How big of a problem are 3D guns, 3D printed guns in Canada, do you think? Well, it's strange because a few years ago, I would have said, uh, you know, the the problem is overstated. It's a lot of hype. Um, But we're seeing more and more, especially just in the last two years, but these firearms are showing up more and more on crime scenes. Uh, so, for example, uh, in 2020 and 2021, uh, police seized very, very few of these guns. So, for example, Calgary police only seized one 3D printed gun in 2021. And then by 2022, that number was as high as 17. And I expect that in 2022, we're going to see it increase uh, even more. So they're becoming a bigger and bigger part of the, the picture of crime guns in Canada. And so how are we dealing with them? Yeah, so police at the moment, I think, are using um, the the tools that they have at their disposal. Um, Intelligence, for example, this latest raid uh, was the product of some very, very good police work. Uh, They had intelligence that someone was importing uh, certain firearm parts from the United States. Uh, This person wasn't uh, legally able to own a firearm, so they followed up on that, and they were able to kind of trace this fairly large network across Canada, I think eight different provinces, that these firearms uh, were being sent to. Uh, So at the moment, they sort of have to rely on on traditional police work, but it's going to get more and more difficult as 3D printing becomes more accessible uh, and and these files continue to disseminate on the Internet. Okay, and so we're not, even though this alert is out there, it feels like people are warning about it, Dr. Schwartz, but are governments not acting? I mean, how can police even fight back against this? It's really, really tricky to regulate um, because a lot of the things that are involved with it are, are legal until the point that you make a gun. So, for example, 3D printing technology, there's a lot of very legitimate uses that someone might have uh, for owning a 3D printer. Um, and, and it's becoming more and more important businesses, for example. A lot of the engineering businesses are using them, folks like that. So it's hard to regulate the machines. And then the files, obviously, once something's out on the Internet, um, it, it's incredibly difficult uh, to sort of rein that information in. Um, it's made even more tricky by the fact that uh, in the United States, where a lot of these the innovation in 3D printed firearms is coming from, um, they have strict uh, constitutional amendments that, that have made it challenging for, for police to crack down on disseminating these files. Uh, for example, there have been First Amendment cases in the courts um, that have said that, you know, you can't shut down the spreading of these files, and then obviously Second Amendment issues as well. Okay, so that makes it sound a little bit kind of hopeless, like there's not a lot that we can do here. It's hard to say. I think uh, a lot of the best minds in Canada are, are, are thinking very hard on this right now. Um, but so far, uh, there, there's been, you know, we're playing a game of cat and mouse uh, with, with, you know, people who are, are producing these firearms. And, and it's inherently difficult because we're, we're always going to be one step behind. And so these are functional? Like how, how fancy does a 3D printer have to be in order to make this happen? Yeah, so usually... Um, the 3D printer allows you to make many of the firearm parts, um, and then you can combine those with sort of uh, household items, things that can be purchased at the hardware store or, or produced without too too much effort uh, to be able to make a fully functional firearm. 
Okay, that's kind of scary that it's that easy for someone to do. And that's what makes it so tricky to regulate um, is that the technology is becoming better and better as well um, as this sort of game of cat and mouse uh, continues. So I know that people have said to the federal government, you need to do something about this. Do you see anything in Bill C-21 or anything on the agenda that shows that they are taking this seriously? I, I think they are uh, trying to take this seriously. I think, that, I think they're still trying to figure out exactly how we tackle this. Um, unfortunately, with C-21, they've been spending a lot of time and effort um, you know, uh, going after the, the thing which is the least uh, source of crime guns in Canada, uh, which is generally uh, licensed gun owners. We know, uh, obviously, Canada has a big smuggling pro- problem uh, with firearms, and oftentimes when 3D-printed firearms are turning up in crime scenes, they're turning up or, or being raided, for example, uh, they're turning up alongside smuggled guns, alongside smuggled uh, drugs. So we know that organized crime is playing a big part as well in the dissemination of these 3D firearm, printed firearms. Um, but I think it's going to be, it, it poses a challenge to C21 and their efforts to, to control firearms. Right. It just feels like, though, we've got the signs right there in front of us. But once again, Canada might be missing the boat on this. I think that, that we definitely have to spend uh, a lot more time and money thinking this through and, and thinking through how we're going to, to regulate this. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for having me.